0: Thank you for tuning in to Creativity Unleashed Episode 7. I'm your host, Kevin Louise, and today we're exploring the colorful world of image processing. More specifically, today's topic is called, A Tale of Two Colored Pants, In-Camera Profiling Versus Color Grading. Why color is important to your business and end product. If images hold the key to our memories, color is the fondness in which they are painted. No truer words have been spoken. Color. Tonality and accuracy are crucial to the image pipeline of the products we generate at Caffeine Studio. Unlike many of our competitors that rely solely on in-camera profiles, we painstakingly process our images in post-production editing to give you the unique look and feel that's deserving of your brand service or product. That's why I would like to take the time to bring to light the importance of color, what it means, and its effect on your end product. We'll look at why color is important, when to custom color grade, why our competitors might be disservicing you, and when it's appropriate to use these different modes of capture and processing. I know this topic might get a bit technical, but I assure you, this content is purposed for business owners, product managers, art directors, and marketing executives. Stick with me here, I promise you this information will pay off in the end. Let me be clear, there's a time for in-camera profiles, and there's a time for custom coloring your footage in post-production. Not every video product needs to be colored by hand, but there are a lot of specific instances where it's detrimental to the end result. In order to illustrate this concept further, perhaps we should take a step to understand exactly to which I'm referring. Without diving in too deep, I'll attempt to keep this as simple as possible. Modern digital cameras have what we refer to as photodiodes. These photodiodes are located on a piece of silicon called a sensor inside of a camera. The camera captures and absorbs the light photons striking through the lens to converge on the camera's sensor absorbed by the photodiodes. Those values are converted from an analog process to a digital form and what we like to label as pixels, representing red, green, and blue RGB values. These camera manufacturers designate the values of the color spectrum and what is known as color science. This corresponds directly to how that specific color value and color combination is interpreted and what color equals what level of brightness, hue, tint, and saturation. It's worth noting at this point in time, each camera manufacturer interprets and represents the color spectrum differently in their color science. And there's no true standard to how this is processed, despite the industry at large attempting to wrangle this together in post-production software. So, when we capture an image, we mainly have three image processing choices to pick from. These three choices are RAW, as the name implies, Logarithmic, essentially colorless, and In Camera, Rec. 709, BT2020, and HLG. The go-to choice for most is to select an in-camera profile where our camera is primarily dictating the value and interpreting the colors for us. These values are more or less baked into the file and traditionally they have little flexibility to adjust them in post-production without the entire deterioration of the image. Of course, these colors can be pushed and pulled to correct small divergences, but it's absolutely crucial to nail your camera's white balance to which all of the other colors are aligned. With in-camera profiling, we're accelerating the post-production process and in most cases the color can look fantastic so long as we're exposing and balancing our whites correctly per the scene. Where this option shines the best is for quick turnarounds, small budgets, or live broadcasting scenarios where an image has to be delivered immediately. Where this choice is not appropriate is when the accuracy of a scene, person, and more specifically, a product needs to be represented with the utmost fidelity. There's a caveat to this, however. I'd like to convey a scenario where this option was a double-edged sword for us with one of our clients. While the client had a modest budget, the sheer volume of video products generated on a weekly, monthly basis could not call for custom color grading. It just was not possible to crank out the total volume of videos they were requesting with the level of nuance in the post-production process. So in an effort to adhere to budgetary constraints, workload demands, and fast turnarounds, we needed to rely on in-camera profiling to widely dictate the colors for us. This client in particular designs and sells product sports apparel, so the color representation of the clothing has to be as accurate as possible within the scope of work. While we always attempt to maintain accurate white balancing and would often use a color checker in unison with accurate rated lighting, there is the off chance that the product could not be accurately represented. This is not due to a misbalance in our whites, but rather how the in-camera profile interprets select color combinations. In one instance, the client kindly brought to our attention that a select pair of leggings was being misrepresented in the final output as a little too blue. Oddly enough, our scopes were in line and everything checked out. So what gave? This boiled down to how the camera was interpreting the teal color and its hue. The client revealed that the product has had difficulty in the past being photographed, and that it takes a level of finesse to bring it back to an accurate depiction. Since I couldn't remember what the product looked like in my mind, I went back into their facility and laid a color checker alongside the clothing on the floor with even lighting. I snapped a few manually balanced photos in pro mode with my cell phone and brought them back into our editing bay. Surely enough, the images from the video shoot were reading the leggings as blue, yet the image was perfectly balanced. Now I could see and remember that the leggings were seafoam teal, so I was able to go in with a color selector and make some modifications with the hue versus hue tools. Since the color was baked from the in-camera profiling, it wasn't perfect, but it was a lot closer to the original that I actually saw in person. So why did this happen? If it wasn't an unbalanced image, why would the product render blue instead of teal? This widely has to do with color science. You see, this is a prime example of when an in-camera profile might not be appropriate to use. While this specific example might be far and few between, there is the off chance that your camera could be interpreting your color combinations incorrectly. This scenario can be true of any camera This also isn't to say that this cannot happen in a raw or logarithmic color space, as the color science of the camera manufacturer still pertains, but that level of forgiveness and ability to shift that color science is greatly increased. That's because when you shoot in raw or in a log capture workflow, you can convert your color science to other camera manufacturers' color sciences that might have a more accurate and repeatable result. You can also color balance and grade an image with a greater level of accuracy without the image falling apart. Color accuracy aside, there's other benefits to capturing in raw or logarithmic workflow. A brand look and feel is very important in the post-production process. Have you ever hired a photographer that creates stellar images with vibrance or grittiness that coincides with your brand only to have your videos feeling lackluster and off-brand? That's because there's a strong chance your video agency is using in-camera profiling to cut corners, they don't know what they're doing, there's a lack of communication in the style guide, or they simply do not have a strong hand in the color grading process. That's why it's crucial as an agency to ingest previous media and have a strong understanding of what the brand is after in the discovery process. When there's a lack of brand cohesion in your imagery, Especially in product photography and videography, there's a real chance for brand or product damage. Sometimes it's okay to let the camera dictate the color for you. Sometimes you're forced to utilize in-camera profiling due to logistical or budgetary constraints. God knows we've had our fair share when our back is against a wall. That said, it's important to know when or how to use color to your full advantage. While we don't necessarily label ourselves as full-blown colorists, we do take some pride in the fact that we offer custom color grading with a majority of our video marketing products. Truthfully, that's a major portion of what differentiates ourselves from our competitors that widely rely on in-camera profiling. With a trained eye, you can usually spot this immediately as the camera is not optimizing its skin tones, with a lot of pre-baked color profiles offering waxy or blown highlights, and sometimes oversaturated or contrasty images. Certain camera color sciences can lean predominantly green, magenta, or even have a reddish-brown must across the entire image rendering greens with a minty palette. These are all dead giveaways of the color science at work here. Its effect on your final image and or the lack of service being provided by your agency to correct these issues. So while raw or logarithmic capture and color workflows might be labor intensive, in the proper hands, they can yield a higher quality result, in turn, bolstering the accuracy and fidelity of your brand. No one size fits all, and each color look is different per the given brand. I would strongly suggest taking color into consideration when approaching a video production agency, as it's worth having a conversation about their process and how that might align with your own scope of work. While their past work and style may or may not be indicative of your end result, I think it's important at a minimum you can have a mutual understanding of how they color so expectations are set, and technical requirements are met. As we started this article, color is the fondness in which our images are painted. A great level of attention and technical knowledge needs to be applied here. The same captured image can have two wildly different end results per the coloring process. The hands in which you've entrusted ultimately can make or break your image. At Capping Studio, we have a strong understanding on color grading our images, so we may better service you. If you want to harness the full potential of your images, make sure to visit us on our main page found at cappingstudio.com. So I'm Kevin Louise, as always, thank you for tuning in. Until next episode, take care and stay creative.